Welcome to Our Wives Hate, this NFL podcast with David and Daniel. Aaron Rodgers is a New York Jet, and the Packers are moving on to Jordan Love. David and I are breaking it all down with one of the big trades we've been waiting for for several weeks, and it's finally here. Yep, finally happened, and pretty exciting. The AFC gets another great quarterback. Another one. The gap just continues to widen uh, between the AFC and the NFC. It's pretty awesome. Yep. He is a 39-year-old quarterback, but he is coming off just one season removed from back-to-back MVPs. Right. And this is a big-time deal for the Jets. They've been working through the negotiations now for several months, ever since Rodgers went on the Pat McAfee show and yeah. declared he was going to the Jets. So this was kind right. of inevitable. We were just waiting for when it would happen. But it's finally here, and the Packers in our brand-new era where it's going to be exciting to see where they go after having two Hall of Fame MVP caliber quarterbacks for the yeah. last 30 years. Seven MVP seasons between Favre and Rodgers. Unbelievable. And only two Super Bowl wins. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's still tough. it's hard. Though. It's hard to win a Super Bowl. It it's is. Hard. And what they did in Green Bay, I don't think we've ever seen two quarterbacks back-to-back. Yeah, the this closest level, we ever. saw was uh, Peyton and Andrew Luck, but Luck obviously <laughs> retired. Yeah, so it's a it's a new day in Green Bay, and they're ready for their young quarterback, and we'll get to that in a second. But kind of, we just want to start with what the Jets look like now that they bring in Rodgers and what they gave up. We will mention the trade compensation. So the Jets are switching their 13th pick with the Packers' 15th pick. That's not a huge deal, just a little switch in no, the first round. not a big deal at all. And then they get a fifth-round pick, the number 170 pick in this draft. In exchange, the Packers get that switch, and then they also get the number 42 overall pick, a second-round pick in this year's draft, a number 207 pick in this year's draft, and then a conditional 2024 second that becomes a first if Rodgers plays 65% of the plays for the Jets, which is likely going to be a first next year. Right. Yeah. Uh, My initial, just for the competition side of it, like I had really no issues. thought the Packers got some good stuff. If you're the Jets, like... Yeah, just get rid of some picks. Like, no big deal. It's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, you the do Jets are takes. going all in. Yeah, the Jets are going all in. They they, they did the right thing. And uh, I know most of the cap doesn't isn't the aren't the Packers affected more by Rodgers' salary than the Jets? So the Packers will have forty million dollars of dead cap this year as part of the deal, and then nothing after that. So the mm-hmm. good news for the Packers is they take the blow this year, and then they get to move on with no dead. They've cap just joined. They've just entered my tank for Caleb Williams list. <laughs> oh wow! Which like half the league is on right well, now, and we still don't know much about Jordan Love. We'll have to see kind of what he looks like this year because he looked better. I th- he has I, been on the bench for three years, just and, like Rodgers was. Uh, now, of course, Love is not was not nearly as touted as right. Rodgers was uh, as a prospect. And it's highly unlikely that Love is going to be a good quarterback. Just just going to say that right now. Yeah, we don't want to say it's, he will be because that would – hi- It's highly unlikely he'll be good. <laughs> so, Packers, you should join the tank for Caleb Williams sweepstakes immediately. Yeah, and for the Jets, this means you, had the, you have a Jets team that last season was a top-five defense in yep. most metrics. They were a top-ten special teams, and yet their offense was bottom-five in the league. Some of the worst quarterback quarterback play there was. And so now, by bringing in Aaron Rodgers, if the Jets are able to have a top 15... Because there will be be a regression on defense. There will be a regression. It usually happens. Like Teams that perform really well on defense regress year to year. doesn't mean they'll be bad. It just means they probably won't be as good, uh, which is fine if your offense goes from bottom five to top 10, which it should with Rodgers. So, yeah, so teams teams that... that have everything on the defense and special team side that bring in that that transform their offense in one season from a bottom five offense to 
a top 12 or top 10 offense even, mm-hmm. those teams have historically had very high success rates, not just yeah. in the regular season, but also in the playoffs. Yeah. So the Jets know that, and they're going all in. I think part of the thing you have to keep in mind is that Robert Sala and Joe Douglas, the general manager, both of them are somewhat on the hot seat, I think it could be said. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and so sure. they both need a win now. They're not in the situation where they can just – you know, keep pushing it down the road for when they're actually going to have a great season. So they needed this deal for their job security. And, and they need to have a really strong season. It can't be like a nine and eight. This has to be okay. like a 12 and five, 13 and four type of season. Really? Because wow. well, you look at their roster, you could say, I mean, the AFC East is absolutely loaded. Like, I mean, uh, the Patriots are the worst team. And if that's the worst team in your division, you have a good division. Uh, so the AFC East is a strong division, but I think the Jets now, you can make a case they have the best roster, even better than the Bills, even wow. better than the Dolphins. Uh, you can okay. make a case. I'm not going to make that case now. I haven't looked at the rosters top to bottom. Right, but, but you're uh, just saying they're right there in that same They team. should win. I mean, look, you have Rodgers who last year, I don't care about the stats. He looked just as good last year physically as the previous two years when he was the MVP. The Packers just decided they didn't want to put any good receivers on the field. So... Uh, I think the the Jets they have to be a twelve like thirteen win team. You have to get to the wow. AFC title game. Kind of, that's the kind of expectations, and that's in a conference with the Bengals, the Chiefs, the Bills. Um, who knows about the Ravens? You know, uh, the the Jaguars are an improving team. You know, um, the Colts are probably going to be a dynasty coming up here soon. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, but yeah but, no, I mean, other than the competition, look, I love the move for the Jets. It's a great move. This is the right thing to do. This is really their only option. Like, what else did they have? Carr, you know, got signed. Garoppolo got signed. I mean, I guess they could have traded for Trey Lance, but uh, I don't know if they're going to do that. Yeah, I think one thing people were saying up to this point is the Packers have no leverage. I kept hearing the Packers don't have any leverage. What this trade shows is the Packers had at least some leverage because Rodgers stands to make $60 million by playing this season. So if the Packers kept him on the team— despite his differences with the front office, despite his problems he might have with the team, with the coaching staff, I expect he would have still played just for that $60 million. And so the Packers knew that, and they weren't just going to let him go out the door. So my first reaction when I saw the trade was they get, the pa- the Jets just gave up a whole lot. I didn't expect a first-round pick next year, which is no. likely what this is as long as Rodgers yeah. doesn't get injured, or a high second-round pick if he does because they'll be bad. I did not expect them to give up this much, but having having seen what the compensation is, I think the Packers were smart and they realized we can demand a first round pick in all likelihood is what it'll be because Rodgers is still under contract with us. And and sure, a lot of people are saying the Jets probably should have not given up as much. I think maybe the Jets should have waited till draft night maybe to to mm-hmm. make a to see what played out just in case they didn't want to go a different direction but they did this before the draft i think the packers are happy with that i think they're happy just that they have rogers in the building now and pending all the they still have to rework rogers contract that's something that they haven't finalized yet with this deal that's still out there but once they can get that done we're talking about just a deal that they wanted to get done before the draft get it mm-hmm. done now and now they can go into the offseason with their quarterback set. So from a Jets perspective, I think they could have played it a little bit differently in terms of the picks. Maybe, like I said, waited till after the first night of the draft. And the main reason I say that is because what they gave up for Rodgers here, I don't know if you would have to give up much more yeah. from where they are at 13 to get up to number three in the draft. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying they should have done that, but 
they probably would have only had to throw in like maybe one more second round pick yeah. to move up to number three. And let's say they really like CJ Stroud. You don't know what's going to happen in the draft, but if Stroud is there at three, or let's say Stroud potentially falls to five or six, we don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But if Stroud does fall and they had the chance to go up and get him, now you're talking about setting them up not just for success this year, but for many years to come. And because yeah. they have a young team, I haven't heard anyone say they should have done that, but I was thinking they should have looked into it and they should have waited until after the first night. But I get the unlikelihood of that working out. And I get they're going to be a lot better this year with Rodgers than they would be with a rookie quarterback, just even if it's an yeah. accurate passer like Stroud. <clears throat> right, right. And, yeah, I mean, Rodgers is a sure thing you know, at this point. And I think the Jets, like you said, with, with their coach and GM being in the positions they're in, I think they're more inclined to not right. take as big of a risk. Because after what we've heard, it seems like Stroud is a much bigger risk than we previously thought based on things we learned about his – uh, smooth <laughs> that S two score, S two score. Yeah, that, I'm not buying it. I, <laughs> you, think, you think it's fake? I I don't we, think it's fake, but and we'll get into that later. Well, yeah. But I I do think Stroud is. I think the film is good. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Well, okay. So obviously Rogers on the Jets. I think we both like it. Uh, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of fun. It's just cool that when a quarterback changes teams too like that, especially when they're not like past their prime. Um, not like a Matt Ryan, you know, that wasn't nearly as yeah, exciting. Yeah, and it's fun to watch. It's fun to get ready for opening day and be ready just to see what it looks like. Yeah, what like it looks like on the for first the day. Jets. I don't know who they're playing week one. I don't know. The schedule's not out the yet. The schedule right? will be out in mid May. Mid May, yeah. yeah. But uh, they'll definitely put up probably like a big team uh, for like probably like prime time for sure. Jets and Packers week <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> if the, I, that'd be cool. That, so I was, you know, we were talking before, like how, like for, for Rodgers, how should Packers fans remember Aaron Rodgers? And it, if you ask this question a couple of years ago, probably have a different answer than a lot of people now. A lot of people are annoyed by Rodgers. I personally, you know, would not I'm not as annoyed by him. I think there's a lot of false media narratives against him because of the just frankly the COVID stuff. Uh, that kind of started it. And then yeah, he was a little frustrated by the team. It was a little irrational. Um but I mean, you know, they kind of did him dirty the way they set up the team this past year with the w- lack of weaponry. Uh, that he had. Um, I think Packers fans should think fondly of Rodgers. They won a Super Bowl with him. He's a four-time MVP. They went to the NFC title game four times. Um, yeah, could they have? Should they have won more? I mean, you can't even. You can't really say it's all his fault that they didn't win. You can't really ever blame one player for it. Um, if I'm a Packers fan, I think of Rodgers very fondly, and it's kind of sad to see him go. Yeah, and and I think most Packers fan. I think most Packers fans are at the point where they still think of him. They don't think badly of him, but they're just I think they're most of them are ready to move on. From the Packers fans I've talked to, they kind of they've they've they enjoyed what Rodgers did for their franchise, but I think they both kind of seen this coming for a long time and they were ready for it. So that's kind of where they are. And I think they're they they're not thinking Jordan Love is gonna be an all time great, but I think they're excited to kind of see what he can do and kind of what the new team will look like. Yeah. I'm sure that LaFleur is gonna be able to modify things to make it easier for Love and and hopefully he can, and their and their offense is you know still watchable and and not a complete disaster. So, but I think Packers and Jets fans are both excited for this. Packers fans are just ready to move on, and Jets fans are excited to have a an actual not Zach Wilson. I mean, anyone besides Zach Wilson is a win. Oh my, yeah, yeah, no, that I mean, seriously, golly, uh, Zach Wilson is probably the worst quarterback in the league. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Mike White came in and immediately Garrett Wilson's numbers skyrocketed. So that goes to show just how bad Zach Wilson was. And maybe Zach Wilson will 
find a backup role on another team. We'll have to see about that. Maybe he goes to San Francisco. Yeah, where quarterbacks go to resurrect their <laughs> career. Yeah, that's right. But I mean, uh, yeah, but yeah, and then again, looking at it a little bit more, we did want to get into kind of what this means for the specific offenses. So for the Jets' offense, you now are going to have Brees Hall, who's coming back from injury. Hopefully, he can play a good part of the season. You have Garrett Wilson, who had an amazing rookie season, and honestly, probably would have put up similar numbers to Justin Jefferson his rookie year had he had Mike White for all 17 games, which is something I've said throughout the whole offseason. So you now have Rodgers paired with Garrett Wilson. They bring in Alan Lazard, which we criticized earlier this offseason. Right. Um, what do you think that offense will look like? And like, if I had to say, do you think this will be a top 10 offense in the league, would you say yes or no? I would say yes with uh, with Rodgers, yeah, with with uh, that Hall and Wilson kind of trio right there. Um, and their offensive line is pretty solid, too. It I is. Think it's, it's a lot better than it used to be. I, I mean, they've always had bad offensive lines. Um, they've hit on some high draft picks on the offensive line. I, and I don't think Rodgers doesn't need a lot of elite receivers. But if you give him one, like Wilson, who's an elite talent, I think that's more than enough. You know, to, Well, we saw what he did with Adams, feeding Adams right, exactly, every game. Exactly. Uh, and again, if you give him that kind of running threat, that Brees Hall type level player, that I think that just adds another dimension. They should be a top ten offense. Uh, if I look at like across the league, uh, I mean, I would normally like a top ten quarterback. There's a higher chance that they're going to be a top ten offense. And Rodgers is still obviously a top ten quarterback. Um, so yeah, I, I would I would say top ten. I mean, will I say top five? Probably not. I probably would say the Chiefs are obviously the the cream of the crop. The Eagles are probably still up there. Bengals, uh, Bills. Bengals, Bills. Um, but, I mean, they're in that next kind of group, like 5 through 10. You could kind of throw them anywhere in there, honestly. Yeah, so it's going to be a fun season for the Jets. And like we said earlier, I mean, just having – that it's one thing to say, like, oh, this quarterback's overrated or underrated. This quarterback is should be top 5 versus top 10 versus top 15. But having a legitimate quarterback versus not having one is <laughs> – I mean, it's such a difference. And that's why, like you're saying, maybe – Maybe the Packers should be looking right now to. I mean, this is no one. I don't think they're going. I don't think this is the right move necessarily. But if you can get something for Jordan Love and then be able to tank for Caleb Williams, I think you have to consider it, despite oh, what the yes. media will say, despite oh. what your fans will think. Exactly. Who cares what the fans think? For no one will remember that one year if you get Caleb Williams. That's right. Nobody <laughs> will care. But I mean, the Packers. Here's here's the other. Here's the one thing I should mention when we're talking about that. The Packers have six. I think they have like six top five picks on their defense or something insane. Their defense is still loaded with a lot of veteran players who are good, with a lot of players who are not that old yet, who are still talented. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about a talented defense on the Packers. So maybe they maybe it's not maybe they wouldn't be able to get Caleb Williams because that defense is so good. But they are not out for dead. I mean, their their defense is still very good. Their offense has Jordan Love coming in, who they're expecting to potentially be a decent starter. And so We'll see what it looks like, but it's gonna be it's gonna be completely different. And mm-hmm. what does this mean for a player like Christian Watson, who now is gonna be catching passes from Jordan Love, but may be kind of a one of the top the top target in that offense and maybe by a lot. I don't think it means anything good. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. I mean <laughs> I I mean that I look the Packers are 
they're not winning that division. Let's just say that. <laughs> uh, they might be the worst team in the division now. Honestly. Really? Let's see. We have Lions, who are the favorites right now. Yeah, Vikings are followed by the Vikings. And you, I mean, you could say the Bears could be. I mean, it's it's between the Bears and the Packers. That's true. You can you can't rule out the Bears being terrible because their quarterback doesn't know how to complete more than ten passes in a game. <laughs> but uh, shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a, just accurate statement. But uh, <laughs> or uh, you could say inaccurate statement. No, <laughs> that's right. Just, just like him, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, another people we should we should just give a shout out to the Bears fans. I think they've been waiting for this day for the past thirty years. So finally, the Bears don't have the bad man Aaron Rodgers or the Brett Favre superstar in the division, and they can they actually have a shot now to beat the Packers every year. And I think they're waking up this morning feeling really good about their team and yeah. just no Rodgers. One one other thing we wanted to mention is what this means for Garrett Wilson and obviously his fantasy value because we're talking about a player who. In Dynasty, I actually told David in Dynasty back in like October, I had moved Garrett Wilson up to my number three wide receiver mm-hmm. in all of Dynasty, and he's lived up to that. He continues to get more hype now that he has Rodgers coming in, which honestly is kind of a lucky break for him, but he was so talented last year with with Mike White as his quarterback. Now he gets Rodgers. I think that he should be a, a late first-round pick in redraft Dynasty, and we're talking about someone who's going to be a top Mm-hmm. I'll just say a top three receiver this season. I would put him right behind that first tier of Jefferson and Jamar Chase, maybe behind Cooper Cup, but I'd put him right up there in the top five. Yeah, no, I mean, I I agree. I concur. So he has the great situation and he has the talent. Yeah. He has the high draft capital. Everything for him is mm-hmm. is perfect for what you want for a player. And he's young. And he has the profile. <laughs> the the player profile. It's all about the, the profile. <laughs> the player profile. <laughs> Are there any more thoughts you have on Rogers, his career up to this point, and kind of yeah, things I, you I, want to well, say as he departs the Packers and begins a new era? I have him as the number two quarterback of all time. So oh he's not, he'll, he'll never be number one, but he'll he's at number two pretty solidly for me. Wow. Yep. And is that is that based on just his? immense talent and skill level that he showed throughout his career rather no, it's, than it's, like it's based on how he played like he he was great yeah. he was great like because he doesn't have the super bowls that like some other well you have to have. you have to take everything into context like right uh, you can't say like okay brady's number one because he has seven super bowl rings well brady and not all seven of the super bowl runs was he that great of a quarterback like his first one he barely did anything so it's not all about the super bowl wins necessarily you have to look at the full context and so just given everything together, I'd say Rodgers is number two all time. And, I mean, look, I mean, I guess he could be number one. It depends on how this Jets run goes. I don't know how much longer he has left. I don't career. think I'd put him near Tom Brady. I mean, I think yeah. it's Brady and everyone else. But I Right, right. I mean, it is. The, the gap is massive. Like, it's not, it's not close. But, yeah, I think you can put him right in that same kind of tier behind Brady with a lot of those other quarterbacks who have been just generational Talent. Baker Mayfield, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, clearly <laughs> Sam Howell, um, <laughs> Sam Howell, what a joke! Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's gonna be fun this season. I think I think this I'm almost this season is getting super exciting. Just all the new faces. Yeah. I think we've had a lot more fun movements this season and last season, re- really re- in recent years than we've seen in in many years before. That teams are more willing to trade players and to to make some fun moves in the off season. So right. it's going to be yeah. a great, a great season and a great, it'll be fun to watch these two teams. Unfortunately, now let's just put a scenario out there. If the jets, let's say they make the divisional round and lose to the Bengals or bills or chiefs. Yeah. 
would you say and then let's say rogers retires and <laughs> now the now i mean this is a, this is a realistic scenario that's bad and now, now bad. the jets have no first round pick now let's say it's like in the 20s but they don't have that first round pick and they their their legacy with rogers was losing in the divisional round what would your thoughts be then on the trade I mean, that'd be devastating for the Jets, <laughs> but I still wouldn't feel differently about the trade because you're just playing the results at that point. I Fair. The, the the sure the results would be bad, but the idea behind it I still agree with. You know, it's it's no there's no guarantees in the NFL. This is not the NBA where you have a seven game series in the playoffs, and if you just have the best players, you win. This is the NFL. It's totally different. It's one bad game, one fluky play, one bad quarter, and your season is done. So no, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, think any differently of it. I think this is a great trade, regardless of the result. They could go, they could go four and thirteen, and I'd still say like the idea of this trade was right. Like they did the right thing. The Packers now have the thirteenth pick, and one thing I did, I was thinking when I saw this trade is like the Packers are going up from fifteen to thirteen. The Jets are just switching back two picks from thirteen to fifteen. Why was that such a big deal for the Packers to get in there? I wonder if there's something. Yeah, there's they don't get really gain access to. I mean, they don't get access to the quarterbacks, I don't think. Yeah, I wonder if there's like a Unless if there's they, a team that they want yeah. to jump because the Patriots have that number fourteen pick. So I wonder is there a player that they were afraid the Patriots would take that they wanted to jump, or someone the Jets wanted who they didn't want who they want to take, Look, or maybe they see like a tier that kind of stops at like thirteen or fourteen. I think like I mean, based on a lot of mock drafts, this ten to fifteen range is like offensive lineman zone. There's yeah. a lot of offensive linemen taken. I mean, Maybe JSN. Uh, they could take JSN. I, I don't know if there was any particular reason behind it other than they just wanted a slightly better first Yeah, if pick. they can get JSN, though, I think it's a I mean, huge if win. they were smart, they should have just pushed for, like, we just want your first-round pick. Like, no swap. Like, just give us your first-round pick. I don't think they would have gone that. I mean, no. I think what they got is fantastic because no. I doubt. I really no. – I thought I didn't think they'd get a first. I thought they'd get a second. I mean, the, and they're getting the number 42 pick, which is really high. I mean, this is Good. a – I think it's a steal for the Packers. Yeah. They should be thrilled that they got this much, and they're setting their young their team up for future success. Which what you do when yeah. you don't know about the quarterback position, right? So same thing the Bears did by getting a lot of future picks. The Packers are doing the same thing, and they're setting themselves up for success. And an era is over. A new era begins. Thank you to our wives for <laughs> no support whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Our Wives Hate, this NFL podcast. Learn more at NFLpod.com and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NFL Husbands. Don't forget to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, unless you're our wives, of course.